0: So you guys ready for another charming story Of the life of Scarlet Harris Of course So yesterday As Pabs and I know It rained substantially in our area In the Midwest mm-hmm. And so I go to pick up her From daycare And it's me and a couple other parents in there And the lady at the counter is like, Oh good, since you guys are all here I'll brief you all the same story I've been probably telling every parent That's walked in here um, So apparently They had a fire alarm you know drill that occurred during the rain now mind you it wasn't scheduled that the system tripped um off of something stupid so they took all the kids out and because of that they went out in the rain and they got wet and stuff so they oh fair warning you know your, your kids probably got wet so they probably had to get their clothes changed or their shoes and socks and whatnot just kind of making sure we, we knew what was up because after hearing that i go into her room and she's running around without her shoes on so oh cool so you're one of the casualties you uh Got your, your, your shoes and socks wet, which, yeah, she wasn't wearing anything appropriate for the rain. So I pack her up, grab her clothes. We head in the car, and we're driving. And, you know, the teachers told me she jumped in a puddle. Hey, yeah, that's what kids do. Yeah. And uh, so we're driving home and asking Scarlett about her day. Like, oh, what you do and all this? And she's like, oh, I, I, I fall in the puddle. I'm like, no, you jumped in the puddle. No, I fell in the puddle. I hit my face. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? what? The, teacher's, the teachers told me you jumped in a puddle. No, I hit my face, Daddy. I fell in the puddle. Oh, <laughs> okay, and that explains why you're not wearing the same clothes. <laughs> Are you okay? Oh, She's oh, like, man. yeah, I'm good. I hit my head. <laughs> 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 you know, this kid. Yeah, yeah. she
1: learned it from watching you, man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I did not
0: teach you this, I swear. (laughs) Welcome to episode eight of Built Sideways. Good morning, good evening, and good night, depending on whatever night you pleasant listeners are listening to. I am uh, joined by a, uh, we've already used the word motley, crazy, Confucius, uh, destructive, any type of adjective you want to describe these fine bro, gentlemen.
3: Bro, Confucius is a name. Shh,
0: <laughs> we're going to reinvent the word. You're confused. <laughs> See,
2: Pabs is very Confucius right now, as you can see. So, <laughs> you, know. you said that wrong. You got to be like, yeah. See, Pebsy he, he really Confucius. He doesn't always understand and imitate what's going on. Anyway, as per usual when I host, we have gone completely sideways.
0: You can keep that part in, Pabs. We got to stay true to the moniker. <laughs> um. So tonight, uh, I'm joined with uh, Brian, Bro Builder. Julio, Clippin' Nubs, and Chris Pabs, Chris Pabs, you've really got to change that. Maybe like Chris Pabs Studio or something, so like people know <laughs> the difference between your name and your IG. Oh, I
2: don't give a shit, man. <laughs> Just do it.
0: Just do it. <laughs> anyway, Pabs is Confucius, and we're gonna roll. So tonight we got an interesting subject that we're gonna, you know, open discussion on. It's uh, style. Is it necessary to develop a specific style, whether you need to have a style, whether you uh, a style defines you or shouldn't or how to get your style, um, things like that. Uh, so I'm going to open the floor to you guys. Brian, you've got a most stylish way of things. I want to let's open the gates wide.
2: You know, I'm thinking about that, too, about style in um, leading up to recording this episode. Um, and I'm, it's hard for me. I think obviously I have a style because I build a, in a certain way, I have like a, I have some, I don't know if like, I don't know, I feel bad. I mean, not bad, but I, I, I feel conflicted or I have feel like I have confliction on the subject. Like, do, do I have a recognizable style guys? Like, could you, would you? pick out could you look at because you can look at something that pabs makes and be like yeah that looks like something that pabs has done you know because he's got like a specific kind of way that he does the things but i don't have like that i guess it's different that's why my style is different um i, I don't know I, I say you have a definable style i can definitely see if something's yours but it's probably
3: because i know you very well i can see you in your builds well, let's call back to episode one real quick, right? Where uh, Brian had mentioned that he didn't know who I was, but yet I knew who he was through his builds. And it wasn't right. the, just because it was a specific style, but it was a sp- of a specific quality, mm. right? So I would True. see the name. Okay. So, you know, one of the first builds I saw you make was, was the the Wings Zaku, right? And, yeah. um, you know, that was, you know, the name Bro Builder came up onto, on the image. And as I... You know, as I look through more uh, more images, I would kind of see a, a certain kind of quality, a certain kind of, of level, right there where I would say, "Okay, that's another another bro builder build right there." Another, you know, it, as it, as it when as I went along, and I I feel like in time you've developed that same look, that same feel, um, yeah, not through visual aesthetics, but more through quality aesthetics.
0: Yeah, I can see that's a good point, perhaps because you know style isn't just about the pieces and the colors and the boops and the bops that you put into your build. Quality could be a defining factor of style as well like you know you especially for you Brian, you have a very keen sense in detail. Like you try to stay as true to scale even if it's a very fantastic yeah. build that doesn't exist, you still try to put some realistic detail into it to bring this into reality um and that that is for me what defines your style
2: as i'm sitting here looking at my like got my detolf here just past the computer i can look at the the finished models and the the few unfinished models that i have in there that i've built it's got you know it's mostly everything's custom that's finished because that's just how i do it um but in seeing that there is kind of like a, a running theme for like the way that I do things and a little bit in, in the finish, like um, I do like a gradient, but I'm not much of a Xenathal, you know, I, I, I do have a, like I do, you're right. I try to pay attention to detail. I, I try to like give that, you know, the respect it deserves the uh, keeping things in scale and trying to get those little mechanical things uh, realistic as possible. Like scaling, you know, my patchwork armor plates from the field or little ladders on the sides of, of uh, mechas for guys to climb and shit like that. So, yeah. Um, but as in regards to like a specific visual style, like I don't just like, I don't just do like horses or like I don't just build haros, you know, like I have... Uh, um, a variety of things that I plan. So I guess for me, I, that's why I feel probably that's why I feel my confliction is because I like so many different things and I like to build, you know, in so many different ways, you know,
3: I, I do feel like with, with Brian's style, right. It, it's, it's taking a, a realistic standpoint or a, a realistic view and, and applying it to something fantastical. Right. So you have yeah. like, for, I, again, I'll make it as an, an example. You're uh, Angelic wing build, like you took your kind of weathering aesthetic, and you're like, how would this look practically on something that would literally fly? And then all of a sudden have like 15 pound resin wings on the back of it. It's uh, a it's it's like a that heavy. (laughs) I was exaggerating, but you know, like just just applying that to something that you know isn't isn't particularly realistic, but then having that realistic touch. Gives your your build a certain identity that I feel uh, a lot of of builders lack, right? Like it's not just a it's not just something that you kind of you just suddenly start, start to pick up. It's something you've developed over time.
1: So you guys weren't lucky enough to see his one of his most recent builds, the Mesher Schmidt that Brian's oh. doing, <laughs> and this thing is like you talk about stylish dude and it i think it's oh it's hitting like top brian style points because it's it's got the realism and then you hit the cloud and it's got all this like fantasy in there it's so nice dude it's true it's so fucking nice man wait till you guys right, see that shit
3: finish right <laughs> and that's an evolution of of brian's style right it's yeah. something that you you've been refining for as long as you've picked up a paintbrush or picked up an airbrush or something, you know, mm-hmm. it's something that you've, you've kind of, you, you realize is something you appreciate about what you were working on. And then you have started to refine it and, and really chisel that until you get into this point where you're hitting that gray area of realism and fantasy.
0: Mm-hmm. And
3: it's becoming something that you can call your own.
0: Yeah. It's fired. Mm-hmm. It's more defining. I, it's built. Built. I mean, so, I mean, you brought up the whole putting time into your craft and evolving it. Abs, you've been in this game for a very long time. I'm not going to show your age in this one, but uh, you've <laughs> had plenty of time to build your style because you have a very definable style as well. You know, kind of go into detail on like how you came across meeting that desired style that you like to replicate.
3: Uh, I saw Clippin' Nubs builds and I was like, oh. <laughs> I knew it. That's the. That's what I want. <laughs> no. Um. And then, yeah, as great as Julio's builds are, now my my, my my style is a bit different. But I, I started off um, imitating styles. Like I started to imitate, um, you know, Japanese builders and Korean builders that I constantly saw as a, as a as a teenager. Um, that was a, uh, you know, I mean they are, especially uh, back then, was very clean aesthetics, and and it was something that I. <clears throat> I didn't know I wanted it at the time, but I really appreciated just, you know, trying to remember looking at forums because this was before social media, before the uh, the boom that is like, you know, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. Um, you know, I was looking through, you know, Gundam forums, um, anime ski and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, I didn't realize it at the time, but I was very much uh, driven to look at, at clean builds um, for a lot longer than I was looking at weathered builds. And, um, you know, that's how, that's how it kind of started for me. That's what I wanted to, to try out. It didn't work out initially. And, you know, by the time um, I felt confident enough to do it, I was still kind of imitating styles and I was still trying different styles, um, you know, whether it's pre-shading, post-shading, weathered, not weathered. Um, I was still kind of looking for it and I still am pretty much looking for it now. Um, but through that imitation of somebody else's style, I've sort of started to develop my own um, you know, very uh, very mild uh, contrasting tones, palettes, and, and pastels. Um, I feel are kind of my calling. Um, you know, my my stuff doesn't necessarily mean, or it doesn't necessarily scream realism to most people. But for me, it's about bringing out that 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 identity that uh, you know a million people have bought this kit, but mine looks like this. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think my style brings about a certain identity. Um, you know, I hope to, I'd, I'd like to think that people would look at my builds and go, "Yeah, that's definitely one of Pabs's builds." Um, mm-hmm. it's but you know, it's it's yeah, it's <laughs> you know, it's, it's also it's also uh, uh, yeah. It's, it's I wouldn't say it's a color fascination. It's more of a a color appreciation. Purple is yeah. is a very regal color, and um, you know, I look Royal. at these things and and looking at them as somebody who has grown up with them, you know, um, as larger than life, as almost royalty. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I I think that's kind of my style, like the very the very clean and 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 bright, um, fantastical, like almost like uh, almost like on the other side of the the needle um, as Brian, where you know yeah. he teeters that line of realism and fantasy. Mine is almost all the way to fantasy. Mm. So uh, yeah, I think for me that's that's kind of the style I've started to develop, and I think I I, I probably will stick with. Yeah. Uh, but, But yeah.
1: I mean, it's not totally fantasy because if these things ever become real in real life, you know, they're going to be like sport car ones and you're probably going to design True. one, Pabs. <laughs> you Pabs, Pabs shit. Custom. <laughs> I won't be alive by then. So I, I would say there's realism in your work because someone in some way is going to make a one-to-one fucking high new <laughs> in their life <laughs> because oh, they love it.
3: You, to, replicate. you know? Oh, I, I was, yeah. If that ever happened, I, I would stay far away from it. Like I'd be, I'll be the hermit <laughs> in the forest. People try to look for me, try to build this thing. They're gonna come search, searching for you.
0: I need I've come seek the legendary Pabs. I like need now, you to paint this one mm-hmm. to one
1: gum. I'm still doing the twin tower. I can't do it. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I will say though, Pabs, your your color scheme is actually very definable. You ride very hard on cool colors. your purples your blues your teals your your gray whites and off whites you don't do vibrant bright like yellows and oranges much you use them for s accents but typically your kids base off of like cold soothing colors rather than harsh you know bright colors
3: yeah um and i think that kind of calls back to what i said about brian about developing your style over time Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I mean, like I said, he, I'm, you know, I, I'm sure Brian, you, uh, Kyle, and Hulu can assess mm-hmm. this. We all have been looking for our our calling. I guess would be um, for lack of a better term uh, of what we like about what we build. Because let's be honest, all of us like, like what we build, right? Like we can't, we, yeah. we wouldn't be doing this if we didn't like it. Um, we' yes. I'm a masochist. Yeah.
2: You know <laughs> I do to suffer.
3: We all went through it all right like one of my first painted builds was this heavily appreciated um build that that you know that doesn't look like anything i build now Mm. but i can look back at it and go yeah i appreciate what it taught me and and why i feel i felt like it wasn't for me you know and as i as i kept going and as i i started building ideas in my head about what it is i really want to do it started to uh to really form its own thing and by the time I'm here now at my latest build, it's kind of, it's gone, to, it's gone to a point where I I understand what it is I'm looking to get and now it's all about striving for it.
0: And mm. you got a goal and now you're aiming at it.
3: Yeah, because back then it was just that, you know, I should try this and I should try this, I should try that. And while that's perfectly fine, that there, there's nothing wrong with trying something new or trying something different. But like, But once you start to understand what it is you truly enjoy about doing this, it, that's 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 when you start to have a, a very, a beeline kind of direction. You know where you're going now. Now it's time mm. to get there. It's igniting the passion.
2: Yeah, and I, I think that there's absolutely nothing wrong with um, emulating other artists' styles or some techniques. Obviously, directly I mean, emulating techniques to learn techniques is a, is is like the way you learn how to do shit and figure it out, you know. But I feel that that shouldn't like be the only thing that derives your, you know, your, what you're doing. Um, but like you say, Pabs, when you said that you, uh, you started out and you tried to like, um, you know, studied some traditional or some classic famous, like, or stylistic, um, uh modelers and it, that reminded me of like uh old sculptors how they and the like the classic time and the marble sculptors and stuff they would like sculpt and train to emulate a sculpture that another master had made and like when you get to the point where you can do that then it's like basically you know you've got it like you can go do what you want now so yeah
3: I can I can guarantee you that that the person you're looking at that you're 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 trying to, to copy or emulate their their build at one point they were doing the exact same thing to another person that mm-hmm. they were trying to emulate another build and then they developed their own you saw their build and now you're trying to emulate theirs to develop your own um, that's that's just the way the world works like yeah. it doesn't matter what medium you're looking at whether it's a movie or music or or you know art painting uh you know video whatever whatever medium you're looking at everybody has to start somewhere and everybody at least copied somebody at one point to be able to be like okay this isn't for me or okay i really like this how do i take it further
0: yeah that that makes sense i mean so i know who and i are probably in the same boat in this but i don't have a definable style yet Oh, I but, got a style, Kyle. Fuck you. No, no, you don't, don't, don't lie to yourself. You're <laughs> yeah, still gotta, like shaping nah, and molding. Your style is ambiguous. Style. We'll call it that much because you, every build you have, though you have a little bit of clip and nubs put into it, it's. I feel like you're still challenging yourself to find greater styles and artistic uh, ways of building your stuff because every build you do is better than the last. Like in terms Fucking of like nope.
3: Oh my, my style
0: <laughs> is uh, doo doo.
1: I made it okay. It's yeah. the filet mignon of <laughs> Le Doudou He's
3: the plastic just digest the plastic And he make finished build out of his bone <laughs> So, so with, with, with Kyle and Julio I feel like they are at two different stages I, I think of, um, of kind of their, Them trying to identify what it is That they actually prefer in terms of style mm. Like for, for example With, with Julio Right, he's starting to pick up a more narrative style, where he's telling a story through what he's building. No, now I'm he can, say him. he can say that it's a bunch of le doo doo. But <laughs> like, let's look at the, like your last couple of bills. So, right, you have the Kamakiri. Mm-hmm. you have, um, you have this new bill that's coming up. This uh, this uh, the rhino, this quadruped rhino, right? The yeah, uh, you have your, your buzz Lightyear your build, and yeah. each one of those has a narrative. It's telling a story. True. Whether or not it's a quick one or a long one where there's lore involved or not, it's it still tells a story. There's not there's not a lot of builds I see these days where it has that. Usually they have the build and it's painted and decaled, and then that's it. Like, hey, look at the the hard work I've put into this. Great. With yours, Word. you're you're thinking of, okay, this guy is here because this is happening. This is this thing is painted this way because it tells this kind of story, and so on. So with Julio, you're starting to lean towards a more narrative style, mm. uh, where you're telling a story not through words but through uh, through visual perspective. Mm. And then with Kyle, you're you're kind of a step behind, where you're still you're still testing what it is you think is your your concrete oh this is a kyle build yeah. right? because you're you're like like for example you're you're going through like high detail stuff right right now you're going through high detail you're going through uh lots of uh lots of leaves, lots of um lots of lines lots of you know, you're trying to figure out that sell you for your build um yeah. the ones before that were okay what what do I like about the silly? What what do I what do I not like? And how do I change the proportion of this? You you're you're still kind of going through the mechanics of it, so you're still. Mm. I would still say that's a kind of a step behind of what Julio is doing. Not oh, yeah, in terms of level, definitely, yeah. yeah. Not not in terms of level, but more in terms of you uh more of uh level style. discovery. Yeah, yes, and exactly. It,
0: and I completely agree with that. I am very much trying to find my style that I can hearken on to really perfect it more because um, there's a lot of things i like you know i like fantasy i like realistic i like this but then like it's hard because i have like a um what's the term i pretty much have a stereotype about what i think gumpla should look like but that's bad to have that thought process because now i'm locking myself in an idea of what it's supposed to look like rather than what it could look like And that's limiting myself. So I'm trying to like open my brain up to look at builds beyond, oh, it's a robot. It should have mechanical systems. No, no, no. That's locking it into a, you know, a stereotype, a category rather than expanding and saying, oh, I'm going to make, you know, a robot with angel wings, or I'm going to make a a figure with this mm-hmm. or do that. like, I don't want to lock myself in on, you know, a literal response to what it is. And that's where, you know, as Pat's mentioned, I'm trying to find my style and shape beyond what I just do. Cause details. Yeah. And I, similar to what they talk about, I emulated builders that I like their style and I try to want to make parts of it my own. Um, we'll go more on that later on in the, the episode and discussion, but yeah, I'm very much, in i would like to say the infancy of my style i'm i worked on skills now i'm trying to take those skills and make something out of it like a a nice pleasant presentation that i can call my own and and enjoy so that's where i'm, I'm in that transition where now i know how to do panel lining and griblies and small details well now how do i make that into some piece of art that i i can call my own that's a, i'm
1: just trying to stack my pile of
3: doo-doo Little piles of doo <laughs> like let me let me pose a question to you guys is it what are the detriments to having a style like what is what do you think are because there are positives to it right you know like I said there's you know you start to find your own identity and all that stuff but what are what are some detriments to it like what what you know what what are the, the negatives of having something that's so identifiably you?
2: That, I think um, the the first and foremost one that's like right on the tip of everybody's tongue is going to be being typecast.
1: Yeah, that's right.
2: Typecast. Right, or you're being like mm-hmm. you're that one you're that one trick pony. Mm-hmm. You know, same old, All same, same old, same is, old. <laughs> you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, dance around with a stupid hat. That's it. You know.
0: Mm. <laughs> well, you make it. You may get forced into that too, because like you'll see this with like a lot of YouTube builders that do custom work they keep doing the same style and they have to keep turning out content to appease their audience that they may not actually get a chance to maybe try something new because like, well, I have to maintain my flow of content and this is the style I'm known for. And I'd rather not, you know, alienate my audience with something new and exciting that they may not like. So I'm just going to keep doing what I know and not risk or venture into something else that I may or may not want to do. I feel like that's a negative
1: that's not building for yourself, you know, like that's mm. content creation.
3: That's yeah. That's, that's the, uh, the peer pressure of, of content creation. Like that's, you yeah. know, yeah, you have to keep pumping it up because you want to see those numbers rise. Um, yeah, and that's, you know, that's a dangerous path to be on. Mm. Um, I do also feel like another thing that would be a detriment to developing a style is, um, plateauing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's true. very, it's very easy to say, Oh yeah, I've developed this style. This is my style now. And not explore different avenues of evolving that style because you're so stuck in one thing. Mm. Um, you, know, you don't want to plateau. You want, you know, at least for me personally, I want to keep climbing. I want to keep developing this style to be better than what it was maybe a year ago, maybe a month ago. You know, it doesn't matter. I want it to be better than the last thing I made. I want it to be, I want it to continue to develop. So even though I'm saying that this is my style now, that might not necessarily be the case a year from now. Like it could be an evolution of this style now, and then Mm. you know there could be another evolution. It's like a three tiered Pokemon over here, like you know, like it could be, (laughs) it could be, it could be something completely different. By the time I'm going, okay, now this is enough. Just don't, don't, uh, don't let yourself plateau. You know, it's the same as when you're working out. You know, you wanna, you wanna continue to to try to break your records. Yeah, increase the intensities. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to be that one guy that's being left behind by everybody else because they're still trying to get better. Um, and mm-hmm. I think uh, developing a style could be uh, could an, could be an easy trap to mm-hmm. to kind of get stuck there. Now we
0: didn't make mention of this, but second part of that first original part is: Is it necessary to have a style? I mean, we we talked about how we came across it, but is it even avoidable to even? just somehow fall
3: into having a style. I think so. I mean, I think so. I, in my, my, my concrete answer is always going to be no, like you don't need to develop yeah. a style. If you like what you're doing. Yeah. If you like what you're doing, if you're, if you're, all you're doing is you're putting the, your, your thing together, whatever it is, whether it's Gundam or uh, war or whatever. Um, and you, you, you know, you put it together. You've, you like how it looks, you put it on your shelf and you're happy who cares about developing a style you've made yourself happy you've you've released those endorphins you've mm-hmm. y- you've accomplished the thing you've set out to do and that is 100 okay um you know if you if you message me about it, you send me a picture of it I'll be I'll be like dude well done you did the thing that you wanted to do that's great if you want to explore it further you want to take it further um, then that's another story altogether right like you 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 want to be that person that that starts to be like oh, you know your wheels are turning. Be like, oh, I want to, I want to do more now. I want to, I want you know, if I'm I built, I built this car. Now I want to make it float. You <laughs> know what I mean, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like that is that is that's great. But again, if you don't want to do that, that's up to you.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's your hobby. Do what that's, you please with
2: it. Yeah, that's the quote unquote freedom that comes into the whole shit. Not going to say it though. Mm. Boy, you were teetering on the edge, man. I know I wasn't. <laughs> Is Beep. I was a healthy distance back looking over and enjoying <laughs> the view at all those assholes that leap.
3: <laughs> Look at that guy,
2: like uh, lemurs going off the cliff. Yeah,
3: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, like Julio, I know there's like a, a, a kind of a negative view on somebody that just snaps snap builds, right?
1: Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> 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 Love it. Love everything.
3: <laughs> but like say for say for example somebody came up to you and be like, hey man, I'm a, you know, I I snap built this thing up, but I want to do more to it. Yeah. Like, what do you want to do? Yeah, like what well, I mean what would you how would you kind of take that and, and um kind of try to interpret the fact that you don't need to style but if you want to take it further, what do you do?
1: I tell them to hit the basics. Start with the basics and then once you do that. You can figure out other stuff you want to do. You got to hit some basics, man. You got to get those seams. As soon as you hit basics, you break that idea of, oh, I'm going to fuck this up. And even if you fuck it up, you're going to go harder. You're going to try to fix it. Yeah. Or you're going to get real mad. You're going to smash your shit in the middle of a convention center. (laughs) 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 This
0: hurts. You you break your king. You're like, oh, wow, this looks pretty cool. I want to do something with it. And then you just turn the, the rubble into
2: artwork. Yeah. That's exactly that what you Turn upside down.
1: Yeah. Go hard. Might as well, right? You spent money on it. Yeah, hey, I,
3: Kyle, what do you no think, limits? man? Yeah. Wait, what was the question again? <laughs> if you were to smoke crack on a block... Well, no, I mean, is, is developing a style <laughs> necessary? What is, your, what is your take on it? What, how do you weigh in? So, I, I don't think style is necessary,
0: but I do feel it's unavoidable because we are in a very creative hobby and in a hobby that... Sparks creativity. You're just going to be naturally drawn to be creative and form a style of yours, whether it's doing just standard repaints or modding or customizing or sculpting. I mean, it just it's it's unavoidable. So yeah, it's not necessary, but I think you're just going to go down that path anyway, just because mm-hmm. of the nature of the hobby.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be. Yeah, I was going to like... say that I think it's inherent. That's what I was going to say. Style is inherent. And it no, doesn't matter what you do, you're, you're still going to have your own style, no matter if you're whatever, you know, whatever your level of enjoyment. Yeah, that's what I was going
3: to say. I think, I think it solely depends upon what you want to take out of this, right? Yeah, because if, you know, if you, wanna, if you just want to put the thing together that you think looks cool on the box, go for it. Yeah. I mean, would I say, would, I, would you call that a style? Probably not. It has a title.
1: I'll still call you a scale modeler. You yeah. Can just snap that up. Like you scale modeled.
3: Yeah. I would Dang say nice. that you, you took that designer style and put it together. Yeah. Right. You know, whatever, whatever it is. And you, you, you'll grow to appreciate how they put it together. That's great. But I don't, I wouldn't necessarily call it a style. I'd call it a type. The type. Right? Yeah, type, type you know, you're A type of builder. Mm-hmm. so that kind of heart
0: you know leads us on to the, the second half of this so we like to label this as or i like to label this let's let's not put this on there what performance enhancing plugs because to foster growth in a style you must have performance enhancing plugs <laughs> to move that along so essentially it was a horrible analogy but to break it down is we're going to go over resources and um, people, tools, places to, that helped kind of foster our styles and things that gave us inspiration. Because, you know, it's one thing to talk about style but it's another thing to talk about what led us to bettering our style because uh, I know for me particularly because I'm in a transition, those are the things I, I glue to. Like, oh, where'd you learn that? Or, what gave you that inspiration? or What books did you read to help get that style kind of worked out? Because that's really, you know, Helpful when it comes to finding your style, having those resources. Perform I when I
1: first heard performance enhancing <laughs> plugs, I did not think that's what it was, Kyle.
2: <laughs> let's, let's just let's just make <laughs> it. I'll make it
3: absolutely crystal clear <laughs> that none of us agreed that was going to be the title for this topic
0: yeah Yeah. well i mean it's called built sideways guys we can't just be easily definable and understandable we gotta be confusing (laughs) (laughs) valid valid
1: um i thought about i thought it was like uh um, (laughs) things that go inside of you that make you better
0: it's like, <laughs> have you taken some Adderall? That really helps when you have a deadline yeah. and you got to get your bill ready right for the competition. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you ever done cocaine? Hey, Cocaine's you <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh, we're talking about the, the non narcotics. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can uh, drink Monster Energy Drink, fan <laughs> favorite.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, you're gonna get a you're gonna get a sponsorship from them one of these days. Wow. There's too
0: many Kyles. It, there's not enough Monster Energy to really sponsor us. <laughs> all. Even the drywall guys aren't looking for us. It's we're just trying to struggle, you know, trying to survive. But you gotta anyway. you gotta you gotta make
1: TikToks with Bang Energy. <laughs> bang. You know. Wait, this this is a new thing. I will, I would totally
0: convert for you. <laughs>
3: monster, what all of Bang. But so, you, inspiration. Yeah, like we're. Where do you guys get yours from?
2: Pinterest. Pabs is all over Pinterest, by the way. Yeah, you see Pabs on Pinterest quite a bit. (laughs) Okay, let's just just to make it clear,
3: I am not putting
2: up my work on Pinterest. (laughs) You're putting up
3: your work, bro. I don't know. I don't know. It's a bunch of people that put their put, uh, put myself up there. But um, I think for me, uh, I mean one of the biggest. Sources of, uh, of inspiration is, is most of the guys on this podcast. Fuck it. it's Whether it's motivation or ideas. I inspire. Right? I mean, what not to do? <laughs> well, yeah, whether it's motivation or ideas, it, um, you know, I always put it towards these guys like, you know, I mean, here's my build right now. What should I do with it? Whether it's color or, uh, you know, uh, modification or what I think isn't working and whether or not it is, you know, it's nice to to get several eyes on it. And, and I, you know, I get, I get inspiration from that. Um, another one is a, a more traditional one. Um, there is a website called modelers G, which is a Japanese Uh, website. Modelers G. I mean, I know these days they're not as, as active as it, as it once were, but, um, you know, there's a it's there's a lot of inspiration there in terms of very out there builds, like very uh, very unique, very creative stuff, and um, you know they it's nice to have that all in just one place, and it, it's all from the people who are actually making it. It's not just outside sources. So, um, Modelers G I think is a great a great resource, especially if you're trying to look for something different, something new.
2: I agree. Um, I pull. I occasionally will pull from Pinterest, like Kyle does. It's good because you can do like. <sighs> uh, associated searches. So like when I'm looking for camouflage patterns and stuff like that, if I want to try and just like broaden my horizons, um, that's where I will run to. And, uh, I do love books. I have a ton of books. I'm always buying books and the books that I have drawn on the most have obviously been the works of Mr. Mike Rinaldi because Mike's books are awesome. Uh, He goes through all the hows and the whys that you would do the things that we do when it comes to that kind of uh, end of modeling. And then uh, like the uh, descriptive work of uh, Calamity, Luca, um, and his Abacan books they're fucking great but I like a lot of the older traditional stuff for inspiration I like to look at um, fantasy artists like uh, Bernie Wrightson and, um, and like some, some of the more traditional classic artists like Joseph Clement Call and uh, Jean Delacroix um, they're really good for atmospheric stuff and that gets me kind of like vibing when I'm not trying to do something that's so like hyper realistic that's more like the fantasy vibe for me mm-hmm.
0: The juices in your brain flowing.
2: Yeah, and it's good to you know have a lot of cool stuff. Movies are good too, but you know, oh, I've actually got a couple of books on on movie
0: um, concept art. I've always found mm-hmm. those ones to be pretty cool. I'm, I'm with Brian. I like books. Books are tangible. You can read them. I actually got uh, Ide's book, which is really great because you see how he does what he does to get to that end result, which I think is really beneficial because it's great to see the end piece and go, "Oh, cool! I want to do that." Then you get to the point where, wait, how do I do that? Shit. And then you just you don't commit to it or you move on to something else that's probably easier to obtain. So it's nice when you get some references. Like Ryan's good with this too, his work in progress pictures, where you actually see how he put the pieces together to make the thing that you see at the end, which is nice. I'm not as good as they used to be. But, yeah, but thank you. Need more pictures. But then again, you haven't been doing anything that requires you to take pictures in that level of detail. You yeah. just take pictures segmented pictures between each face but you don't need to be like oh and every little detail has to be documented like with
2: the flea yeah, i have like i have like more than a thousand photos of the flea you know like
1: whenever i need inspiration i just turn on a lifetime movie <laughs> <laughs> sit there you know I, I let the the feelings consume me and I'm preferably
2: like, okay. a christmas film
1: <laughs> I'll, I'll apply this to my build
2: <laughs> how do I make people feel I, like
1: lifetime?
3: I want you to be I want you to be more specific, Julio. Which part of this lifetime movie are you applying onto your builds?
1: All of it, the whole feeling, the overall <laughs> tone, you know,
3: just just how it feels, that vibe. You put that vibe into a build. So if you're watching like a, a sad Christmas Hallmark movie, a mm-hmm. lifetime movie, and you're putting it together, you're crying your eyes out over there, six foot mm-hmm. two Julio. <laughs> A1 to D2. That's that's uh, <laughs> is that is putting your it's feelings into it. We'll go see his bill. Like, why am I crying?
0: What
2: is this man doing to me? Why I didn't want to cry? Man. Uh, th-
1: whenever I watch like a really good one about like you know, some woman getting her life back together and getting on the road and becoming a new woman, you get shit like Buzz Lightyear and My <laughs> Butcher.
0: You know, there you go. That's that's, yeah. that's the explanation behind the art.
1: Yeah.
0: Sorry. <laughs> the man behind the curtain.
3: <laughs> if you want to talk specific builders that um, that I kind of draw inspiration from, um, there are uh, quite a few, I think, that um, I, I kind of want to shout out. And One of the first ones would probably be uh, P0, who is P02015 on YouTube. Um, he So he's a guy that that had a specific style, very specific style that suddenly he just threw out the windows. You know what? I'm going to develop something else. I'm going to develop something new. And he starts, you know, he starts sculpting and 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 making his own suits that don't exist. And, and um, you know, he starts to go, you know, I used, he used to be all about airbrushing. And now he's like, you know what? I'm going to start hand painting a lot more. And he starts to hand paint details. and And at one point the full armor, you know, it's like, he is, he's very, uh, he's very good at exploring different avenues and then, but then coming back to his original style and applying what he's learned. Um, and that's kind of what we were talking about earlier about, you know, kind of developing your style. Um, and another one I think would be, uh, and this is to nobody's surprise, uh, Huya uh, on Instagram. Um, <laughs> yeah. The dude is the epitome of a clean builder. Like he, you know, he knows nothing else. He, uh, he likes his builds clean. You um, know, he has done some weathered stuff in the past, but his his clean stuff really excels. And it's it's at that point where it's like, I don't know how much smoother you can apply paint. And then he comes out with another build. And it's like, oh, shit, this is smoother. Like, how do you do that? Um, so
2: uh, that's another
3: builder that I kind of, yeah, that's another builder that I kind of look at and go, like okay, I kind of, I understand what he's doing here. And, and I want to apply this, but how, you know, how do you apply what he's doing? You just keep looking at what he's doing. And uh, yeah, really, really great builder there.
0: You know, one, one I'd like to, that I, I always love seeing builds is, uh, the paint pusher.
3: Um, yeah.
0: I just, what I love about it is, and mind you, he changed fucking GBWC on its, you know, ass after his entries. because now like, oh, we don't just want technical cool looking gun. We want storytelling. Like he pretty much forced mm-hmm. that competitive shift with the way he does, because he's very much like Julio. He, his builds are like super creative. And very much a story like driven, like you can see details, and you know it's like reading a book. Every page gets you more and more down, you know, the plot, all within his one build. Yeah, which I think is great. I
1: suck you into my hole. Yeah,
0: and I, I just love his art style too. It's it's so whimsical yet serious. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's true to what he does. I love
1: it. It really is gorgeous work, man. Right? You know what he's doing? He's putting paint on plastic. Right. Who's a great fucking inspiration.
2: Nobody should l- let themselves Be sucked into Julio's holes Get in my holes <laughs> <laughs> get in my holes Just listen to what you're saying It's like you know,
1: right. that
0: one horror um, What's the Japanese horror writer It has a mountain with holes and every hole Is for a sp- special person Julio's got a special hole for everybody
1: Oh good god
2: Well then you,
1: you Have you guys ever seen my Pab's hole <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, this took a turn.
3: You never will.
2: Never will know. That would be Pabs's Pabs hole, not Julio's Pabs hole. (laughs) I'm not quite sure what that means. Thank God.
1: My Pabs hole. I got a Brian hole too. Don't worry.
3: Easy tiger. (laughs) (laughs) Let's. You know what? Um, Um, I want to be. I want to be very honest with everybody, right? And uh, you know, as bad as it is. Social media can also be a good source of of inspiration. Oh yeah, oh absolutely. Right? Japanese Twitter. Yeah, you know, social media is is so poisonous and can be so toxic. But yet there are just moments of like, oh wow, this is a really good build. Like, how did they do this?
2: Right. It's a lot of it is wh- how <laughs> how you choose to interact with social media.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: So um, there's a lot of cool shit out there and you're absolutely right and i love it like um and like kyle said japanese twitter super cool and there's like all the amazing modelers that are out there that are just making models and having fun and posting pictures about it and that's it super surface level doesn't need to get deep we don't need to know about any of the other shit it's all good if we need to talk about that stuff, too, that's fine. I'm not trying to say you can't talk about that shit if that's what you want to do. But there are a lot of modelers out there that just build models, and that is how it is. And that's great because there's a wealth of information and so much style and cool shit out there. I've been following a lot more traditional modelers lately and uh, and also staying in touch with a lot of the like amazing um, me- mecha sculptors out there. Takeshi's doing some fantastic sculpt that zaku that he's working mm-hmm. on is out of control um, friend of mine jeff jeff longman in canada and that's i need to do a correction I, last podcast i said that i scored a kshatriya 100 scale kshatriya he gave me that out of the kindness of his heart as a surprise i had no idea that it was coming to me so i shouldn't say that i found and sourced that shit for myself it was a gift and i'm blessed for that shit yeah exactly but still so jeff and and he's doing this great uh print and build out of a like a zaku um crazy zaku um i can't know i don't know which one it is exactly but it's like a a custom zaku bust or even a full built like Mm -hmm mega size or perfect grade or something it's huge 3D printing and uh yeah then the, that kind of stuff like really gets my uh my model mojo like, going the community like you said paps you know social media can be a blessing
3: yeah it, it's it's both man like yeah and like you said it's what you take out of it it's it's i
1: don't know if you guys know but i fucking love it <laughs> 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 i fucking love social media Whew. Where does Leo find his, his style
0: chance. by causing large amounts of drama, chaos? Fuels his builds. It really like I I didn't ask for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I,
1: I really did it, yo. Need it was you like
0: know, wow.
1: I did ask for it. and I loved it. It was fantastic.
0: So wait, if this is this what happens when they don't have a new lifetime? Movie out, you're like, well, I need drama, I need suspense, yeah.
2: so I'm just gonna yeah. cause it, and that's how I'm, like, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking in, influence my next build. Oh, yeah. Shit, that's totally- exactly. The thing is, he doesn't. You don't really cause the drama. The drama yeah. just finds you. Yeah.
3: yeah, like a magnet.
2: You're a drama magnet. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you're a drama magnet. <laughs> drama magnet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're um, magnificent, shit. Julia.
3: You know, if we if we're talking about if we're talking about Japanese Twitter real quick, or I mean, even Japanese YouTube, I suppose, um, you know, I I, I would be um, a fool to uh, you know not name um, uh, Seneske,
2: the mm, uh, the yes. hand
3: painter. Um, now, now there is a person who has developed their style like that is you know that is a person who decided that you know they don't want to use airbrush, they want to use, they just want to hand paint everything, and um, you know, watching watching her kind of go from from. One level to another is insane. Like the development within even the last two or three years has been crazy to see from her. And uh, um, you know the the last thing I remember seeing was the RG Sazabi that she she put together, and that was it's crazy. Just the amount of detail and and the amount of uh you know forced lighting, uh, in terms of the, the technique that she used is is fucking great. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: I tell you guys to hand paint all the time.
3: This man lies.
0: He tells me none of this. Nope. But, yeah. um, I have a
1: whole show. You can fucking come and hang out. And you can use hands. Oh,
0: yeah. What pellet went up there? <laughs> Little plug there. Yeah. See? Performance handsome <laughs> plug. There it is. <laughs> all coming together. This, I'm saying
1: this, you should hand paint.
0: Yeah. This all comes back to what we talked about in a previous episode about diversifying your portfolio. If you. Limit yourself on just one build, one style, you can enjoy it. There's no there's nothing wrong with that. But if you find yourself getting stagnant or stale, might be a good time to diversify your portfolio, test the water somewhere else, experiment with something else. Because that would that would reinvigorate your passion, your creative, you know, thought process of that. Cause I mean, you either enjoy what you do and keep doing it, or maybe you get a little, you know, like we were talking about with plateau. You're like, you know what, I'm gonna try something else perfect moment to kind of dive into a different type of technique or style or model type so you know you're going from couple to tank or vice versa or stuff that so i mean this kind of you know circles back to the previous topic that we had talked about and a couple episodes back about diversifying your portfolio doing that will help benefit your style because you can improve your style or reinvent it things like that you know that, that's always something to keep in your head
2: It's,
3: I mean, saying that because I, you know, I feel like we've all gone through that, right? Um, At all different stages, you know. Like I said, Brian had 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 his kind of path to where he is now, and Julio's getting there. So are you, Kyle? And I feel like I've, I've, I'm, I'm sort of slightly behind Brian in terms of, of, um, developing it. But yeah, we we we've all tried and tested something that may not necessarily have been for us, um, and. You know, looking at other people's builds or being you know your those 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 resources um, really helped in, in terms of uh, finding the different styles out there finding different identities and seeing if that if that sticks to us or if that hits us a certain way um, it th- it's difficult to, to to think that you know there are people out there who who don't do that who you know who are very much stuck in their ways of um, you know like this is it like this is all I'm going to do um, without even trying those different things first. Um, and to those, I say, you know, don't be afraid to, to, to do that, to, to find something new, because you never know what you'll find that you can then take back to your original style and and develop it, you know, to, to develop it further. Um, there is nothing, there's nothing wrong with um, trying something different, whether or not it's, you know, your, your <clears throat> quote following um, will like it or not. You know, this is, you're doing this for you. You have to do this for you because if you don't do it for you, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Um, and I hope, you know, I hope, I genuinely hope that they're, because I, I see it all the time. I see somebody who is so stuck in their ways that they're not realizing that they're not, they're not getting better. Uh, if anything, they're actually getting worse. They're not being inspired. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. There's no inspiration there. There's it's no all passion. very, yeah, there's, it's all one note. it's not, it's not, it's not doing what they are what they're writing about their build isn't interpreting to what we're seeing and it's 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 sad to see because of course I, me personally i want to see everybody be better like you know you know build better um you know develop their style and and, and yeah. Yeah. Hebs you know, is the that Melania
2: Trump. A fucking
3: <laughs> gun be best. No, I really, I really don't want to be Melania Trump. But, I'm just fucking. Um, I'm
2: just fucking with you.
3: Uh, but you know, I, I I want to see that development. I want to see that you know somebody start from absolutely nothing to be, you know, a top builder. And um, you you're never gonna do that if you are not open to different things.
1: <clears throat> the way you you describe it, it, I think of it as in levels the way you're describing it. But the way I think about it is that we're all burning a furnace and the shit you throw into your fire makes you burn brighter and you want to burn as bright and as hard as you can shine. Even if you're going to burn out at some time, shine hard, go deep, you know, like shovel that coal. Work your back muscles, <laughs> put your back
2: into it, you know, yeah, like you growing. Yeah. Start cooking. Get on it. So you're telling me that I need to watch Howl's Moving Castle? Yes. Yeah, that's a good movie. Oh, okay. Yes.
0: <laughs> Side note, Scarlet's been all about my neighbor Totoro. She loves it. Yes. We've seen it a thousand times cool. in the last month. Yes it's a good movie I don't I mind that being on repeat but she's all told total. what she wants to I'm like yes I'm going to introduce you to the other movies in our collection
2: <laughs> Depress her. get her to watch uh, Grave of the Fireflies <laughs> no, no. that's so oh, no, no, a scar that is scar for life do not do that no. the,
0: the movie scar scar I'm like anime is not supposed to make me cry what is this <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh yeah I haven't watched Violent a Evergarden yet yeah. yeah yeah hey,
0: you um, a, movie too. a good show
3: let me let me let me tell you guys a story real quick because there are there we a, go a couple of things. <laughs> so, um, you know, take it. Let's take it back to maybe three or four years at this point, right? Like i I have been building for a while, and um, I feel I, you know, at the time I felt like, oh yeah, this is my style now. I know what exactly what I'm doing because you know, I, I uh, like we said in the previous episode, everybody has an ego, and I have you know, I have one, and I was like, yeah, this is my style now. I like this. This is it. You know, people will like this. I, mm, thumbs up. Mm. I guarantee. Mm. <laughs> yeah and um you know uh it took um it took people um talking behind behind my back to, for me to realize that oh, you know what i need to i need to i need to change it up you know somebody somebody had said to somebody else that that they had been told me oh this guy just just does the same exact build all the time like you don't want to aspire to be someone like that and uh you know as as much as i as much as i disliked the way that was said first of all it wasn't said to me it was said to somebody else they are 100 percent right like you know i i was i was personally beginning to plateau i wasn't looking to get better anymore it was like i was i was starting to stray from the path i had originally set myself on and it didn't uh it wasn't working out to my benefit instead i was i was getting in my own way in uh, in a path of getting myself to be in that place I want to be.
2: Don't don't prematurely yeah, plateau.
1: Now I'm in your way. What you gonna
3: do about it? <laughs> uh, I'll probably send to your right. You you have a blind side on your right side. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. sides there. blindside.
0: Yeah. <laughs> stains blindside. Blind but that, <laughs> that that notes is something. So perhaps you were comfortable where you were, but it took Correct. a little like outside interference to kind of jar you off to realize oh wow actually i need to i wasn't necessarily comfortable i was just used to it it was habitual at that point
3: i want to i want to correct myself and say what what that person said and what that person did what was 100 percent the wrong way to do it right because they weren't saying it to to be to push me to be better first of all they weren't even saying it to me like i said they were saying it to be to be toxic and and to say stuff behind my back to you know to Make it make it seem like I was something I wasn't. Um, wh- what it did do was put things into perspective for me, and that helped kind of of push me towards what I was originally set out to do, which was to get better. So, um, yeah, for me that was that was kind of like the tipping point of okay, do I want to stay here or do I do I want to show this person that you know what, you're a piece of shit, and I'm gonna be better.
0: I'll I'll show you same old same. And so that brings up the thing rather than having. Negative situations such as that be the 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 thing that tips you out of your comfort zone to want to push yourself. You should always have perspective about how you are handling your craft, and we kind of talked about right. it with you know craft over over cloud. You know, ne- never be afraid to question yourself. Never be afraid to look internally and have some honest viewpoint. You know, Brian talks about this a lot about what you are doing, what the end result is, and if you are actually truly happy with that. And don't be afraid if the answer is no, because yeah. you, you as a living, breathing human being get the choice to decide to do something that actually makes you happy. And if the answer is you're not currently happy, then you get to choose to be happy by doing something that does make you happy or go through the whole fun game of learning something new. So never be afraid to look internally and say, you know what, this is what I'm doing with my bills. This is what I'm my my output is. Is it really what I want to do? Is this really in the style I want to emulate or the level of quality I want to do? And if the answer is not, you know, up to snuff, that's not bad. It just means you're being honest with yourself and take that honesty and go, you know what? This is what I'm doing. This is what I want to do all right, how do I get to that point to where I want to be? There's plenty of resources, people, you know, you can yourself figure it out. If if that's the joy you get out of the process, there's many ways you can go about reaching what you ultimately want. So never be afraid to question yourself to see if you're going the direction you want to travel.
2: Man, I'm going left. There's a line for a bleacher of a bleacher song. You guys know bleachers, uh, it's a band. Um, and the line is something from the song Get Better. And the line is, um, I didn't know that I was broken until I tried to change. And that's kind of like one of those things like you don't re- sometimes you don't realize um, that you're missing something until you change a little bit or like you try something different you know you can get really comfortable it's really easy to get set in your ways doing something that is you know if it's like unhealthy for yourself or like unhealthy for your relationships or even if you're in an unhealthy relationship or if you're doing something that's like you know unhealthy for your modeling habits or your lifestyle if you're eating too much junk food i eat a lot of junk food you know that kind of stuff like you may not realize that that's, that is like compounding, um, you know, things if you don't, you know, do you have the opportunity to step back from it and look at it, you know?
0: So on that note, I'm feeling – hopefully you guys are super motivated about bettering yourself after that pep talk. I know I am. I really am. Um,
2: <laughs> Somber as fuck.
0: So, so actually, I'll, I'll end on this note. There's a thing my dad always tells me, and he'll say this until till the day he's dead. It's, it's, these words can be relatable to anybody. And he tells me this. Son, there's a sign above my head that says under construction. The day it gets removed is the day I'm put six feet under because I will always be working on myself. Because, you know, as we talked, the perfection is unattainable, but you can keep working towards getting to that defined perfection. So always be striving to better yourself. Always be striving to do what makes you happy, not at the cost of others, but just, you know, at the cost of your time. And always do good. So with that note, you know, we, we bid you farewell. You know, it, I, Clueless Compa Builder, me
1: julio wapante
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh <clears throat> me and brian bro builder i want to say uh <laughs> have a good night everyone uh comment <laughs> and rate and review and then pabs <laughs> i love yes, you pabs uh,
3: no problem uh, <laughs> chris pabs um like like brian over here said um you know rate and, rate and review if you guys can if you can't that's fine um just let, like let anybody who's interested in this hobby know uh, about build sideways. Um, it's always appreciated. Uh, we love listening to to you guys uh, to your opinions uh, about the topics we talk about. Um, hopefully we can keep going. Um, remember to build it sideways. Uh, we'll see you later, guys. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. Bye.